Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of Take These Songs, a podcast about people and the music that they are committed to. This is your host, as always, Madalano Martin. Hello, welcome. Thanks for being here. We have an amazing episode today with my good friend, comedian Max Fine. Uh, just a, It's a hot one. Can I just say that? <laughs> He's a hot boy. B-O-I, and this is, uh, this is a hot episode for Max, and I think you're going to really dig it. If you are new to the podcast, very quickly, this is how it works. I invite someone that I know to be a huge music fan to bring four songs to the podcast. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Something old is any song that is at least 25 years old. Something new is any song that was released within the last calendar year. Something borrowed is a cover, and something blue is any song that gets them in the feels have a particularly strong emotional connection to. Uh, as I said, the guest today is Max Fine, and uh, he's a fine comedian, pun fully intended. Yes, some people aren't proud of their puns, but I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to telegraph it. I meant that one. Yes. Uh, but before we get to the episode and get to Max's picks, uh, I do have a little bit of housekeeping I do want to take care of first. Uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you, everybody, who has been rating and reviewing the podcast. It means a lot. Appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't done that yet, Take a few seconds. Go ahead and leave us a review and a, and a rating after this episode, after you check it out. Uh, let us know what you think. All that stuff really helps with the algorithm. It helps the podcast get in front of new ears. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are currently listening to this on. Uh, speaking of new ears, we are now on Spotify. For a long time, I didn't put the podcast on Spotify because Spotify, not great. Not the most ethical of companies. <laughs> Some would say the least ethical of companies, but I'm just going to say they're not the most. So I was really conflicted as to whether or not to put the podcast up there. But facts are facts. That is how most people get their music and their podcast these days. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I've thrown all the previous episodes up there. Uh, if you are currently listening to this on Spotify, no judgment call on you. You know, no ethical consumption in a post-capitalistic society, I think. I may have said that quote correctly. Uh, we're all trying to just do our best. And I understand. I understand it's very tempting to have all of recorded music at your fingertips for little to no money. I understand that. Uh, but now you can also enjoy this podcast as well. So that's good. Episode 21. That's when I caved on my morals, everybody. <laughs> uh, just trying to be a realist, I guess take a step away from my idealism for a second and try to get some new listeners to this podcast. You know what I'm saying, dog? All right. Um, some other housekeeping. Uh, I do want to just very quickly thank everybody who came out to see me perform last weekend in Milwaukee at the Laughing Tap. We had two really great shows. I love the Laughing Tap. I love Matt, Greg, and Caitlin who own that place and run it with so much passion and attention to detail. It is truly one of the best comedy clubs in the country. If you live in Milwaukee and you've never checked it out, you should definitely go. It's uh, They're doing good work there. Coming up, I have a few shows that I want to let you know about. This weekend, August 18th through the 20th, I will be at Summit City Comedy uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's a relatively new club. I've never been to it before. I'll be featuring for a TikTok star. Uh, he goes by the name Youth Pastor Ryan. Again, no judgment. That's the way to get famous. This kid figured it out. Good for him. 
Uh, I'm trying to do the same. I'm, I've got a TikTok. If you want to see me doing stand-up clips, I post them every day. You can follow me at TikTok at Madelano Martin. Uh, the following weekend, I'm back to headlining at Wiley's in Dayton, Ohio. That is August 26th and August 27th. And then headlining at the Comedy Corner Underground the following weekend, all the way up there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, September 2nd and September 3rd. I'll be up there uh, doing the good work on that tiny little stage. So excited to finally come back to the Comedy Corner Underground. That club went through a lot. Uh, not only the pandemic shutdown, but then the building that the club is housed in uh, caught on fire uh, during the pandemic. That's that's doubly bad. Um, but they're back and they're doing shows again, and uh, and I cannot wait to get back up there. You can see all of my upcoming dates. Uh, I've got quite a few through the fall. Going to have a busy fall and winter uh, at my website, which is madelonomartincomedy.com. Every one of those words has a hyphen in between it besides comedy and common, which there's a dot. So that is M-A-T hyphen A-L-A-N-O hyphen M-A-R-T-I-N hyphen comedy dot com. You can also check out a couple of clips of me there. But really, just just follow me on TikTok and help me get TikTok famous, y'all. Maybe I'll be old pastor Matt. <laughs> I don't think I can pull off the youth pastor look anymore. Uh, that's it. That's all I want to tell you about. Uh, I've got some dates coming up. Would love to see you. If you do come see me at a show and you listen to this podcast, please, please, please come up to me at the merch table after the show and let me know that you did take these songs. It always means a lot when that happens. Uh, we are a small podcast, but we're growing ever so slowly and ever so quality wise. That's what I like to think. None of this massive going viral and Ooh, everybody just wants the hot new thing. No, every new listener that we get to this podcast, they mean it. Like you, listening right now. Thank you for being a dedicated fan of music and stories about music. That's enough about my stuff. Let's talk about our guest very quickly. I've known Max Fine for quite a while now. Uh, we actually did a short run of shows together, rolled around the country in my car together. That was a lot of fun. Not just a great comedian, but a great hang as well. Uh, we've done a few festivals together over the years, and just uh, he's a bud. He's a good dude. Uh, I like Max a lot, and he's very passionate about music, so he's perfect for this podcast. He will uh, post once a week on Twitter the five albums that he's listening to and ask for people to reply with what they're digging, and that is exactly the mindset set of the perfect guest for this podcast for take these songs so without further ado let's check out max's first two picks something new and something blue hey matt thanks for having me on um i'm so excited about this uh the first song i'm doing is from something new and the song is Birthdays by Craig Finn, and it's off this album he put out earlier this year called A Legacy of Rentals. And uh, I love Craig Finn. I love, love, love Craig Finn. I love his band, The Hold Steady. They're the greatest bar band in the world. Uh, and I love his lyrics. I think that that this, this song and, and everything Craig Finn writes, all of his characters are about people that you would know. They're not, you know, extraordinary fascinatingly, you know, exciting people, but they're normal. And they all have normal emotions that I think we all deal with. And they all have normal lives that we all have lived or know someone that has. And I think that that's fascinating. I think it's really exciting when it's like, oh shit, I can put myself in the shoes of the people he is talking about and the people he is singing from. Cops are pretty skeptical. From what I've seen, that's what you get. Said they're busy with the carnival But agreed to do a wellness check When they said that you're okay They sounded almost entertained 
They said you had some funny friends And it's always someone's birthday in your building uh, you know, the Hold Steady has always done that for me. Like, Boys and Girls in America, when that came out, I was like 14 or 15, and the guy that was driving me to school gave it to me, and I remember thinking, like, this is for me. This is this is a, an album about people that I know or will know. Like, even, at, like, you know, in high school, you, like, I could tell, like, I'm not going to understand this the first time I hear it, and the more I listen to it, the older I get, the more I'm like, holy shit, I know every character that he's talking about. And this song isn't any different. It's all about, you know, how do you maintain a connection with somebody in your family that you don't know? And maybe you don't care to know. And I think that that doesn't get talked about a lot. You know, we've all been, I think we've all been, each side of this story. We've been the narrator who's like, hey, I've got this cousin or family member. You know, our parents are gone. There aren't family functions. How do I maintain, you know, some sort of connection with this person? And if I do, how important is it? And I think... You know, lyrically, he just touches on so many things that we can all relate to. You know, this whole, like, now that our, our, both our folks have passed, it's hard to feel real tied to much. It's like, fuck, man, I, I know that. I've got cousins that I haven't seen in, like, 10, 15 years just because the only relationship we had was at family functions, and those don't happen like they used to. And, you know, is it my responsibility to reach out to those people? Is it their responsibility to reach out to me? And if they did or if I did... What comes of that? And is it worth it? You know, it's like, he keeps repeating this line throughout it. You know, it's nice to know there's someone in this world that's always known me. And it's like, that is a comforting thought. But how does it, how does that benefit me or benefit the person on the other end of that? You know, is it, is this something that, you know, we maintain this connection because we feel obligated to? And if we do, are we just going to fight the whole time we talk? Are we going to maintain some sort of real connection? Or do we just kind of, you know, in passing, say, hey, you're family, and I guess that that means we should know each other. Many on Doubletown, Anthony, I'm sure you know these things, they can be passed down through the family. It's nice to know there's someone in this world who's always known me. It's nice to know there's someone in this world who's always known me. It's, it's it's fun to remember that I have I have often been the Anthony character of this that 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 kind of has intentionally disconnected from the rest of my family and not in a political way not in anything like that just like you know you get self absorbed and and you focus so much on yourself that you forget that there are other people in this world who have always known you and uh, it's just it's a fun thing to reflect on especially because man this album coming out now kind of after the big wave of the pandemic that I'm sure we'll fall right back into, it, it, it just kind of reminds you that we've all been lonely for a long time. And, uh, you know, everyone got into weird shit. Everybody did their own thing for a while because we had to. And I think that this song really exaggerates that. Now that both our folks have passed, it's hard to feel real tied to much. The bandage and the broken glass. Weak attempts to keep in touch Yeah, I heard you had some funny friends And it's always someone's birthday in your building Parties at your parents' house Where everything was neat and sweet and normal Anthony, it's hard to think about The reason I, 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 I'm so drawn to Craig Finn and the Hold Steady and stuff like that is like Man, they sing about disconnected people 
in a way that brings everybody listening together. Uh, the first concert I went to back from quarantine was the Hold Steady at their Massive Nights uh, in Brooklyn. And I remember thinking to myself, like, at that show, this is the first time in two and a half years or two years, whatever it was, that I, I feel real connection and, and so much joy. And it's, it's magic. And I think that Craig Finn's music is magic. And I think the stories he tells are magic because they're not far off people. They're not celebrities. They're not gods. It's like, this is your cousin or this is your neighbor or this is a friend. And I think that that's, that's really special. And I think Craig Finn is very special. So if you're not listening to him, why the fuck not? Okay, so this is uh, this is my something blue. Uh, this is a song called uh, "Won't Be the Last Time" by Justin Towns Earl. Uh, I'm pretty vocal about this. Justin Towns Earl is my favorite songwriter of all time. I understand his people. I understand his point of view. It makes so much sense to me, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, JT died two almost two years ago now uh, of you know fentanyl and cocaine, and it's terrifying. It's a scary thing. Is uh, I don't talk about this too much, but you know, I, I am a person in recovery, and I am I am a sober person. And Justin Towns Earl is this weird cautionary tale of a guy who tried to get it together a couple times when he was younger and, and couldn't, and it, it ultimately took him out. And that's you know one of my biggest fears in life is that something like this will take me out. I'm not gonna say I don't deserve all those other times. I'm not gonna claim to know what happened when I don't even know how I got home that night. Maybe I said some things. I the reason I chose this song is when I was first trying to get sober. The time it stuck uh, when I was trying to, you know, clean up my shit. This was a song I listened to a lot uh, because I, dude, I'll never forget. I had a very like profound moment on a bench on a street in New York City. I was in Union Square listening to, you know, a playlist and this kind of this song came in and there's a line in it that really fucking hit when it needed to. You know, there's there's this line of, you know, on a Sunday morning sidewalk just wishing lord that I could sleep. It's like, fuck. Holy shit. That's me right now and I need to get my shit together or I will wind up like this. Uh this song is it's fascinating to me because it's so goddamn honest, man. Like what I think a lot of people that don't have the bug or whatever of, you know, addiction of alcoholism, whatever, is it's like the entire time you're inside of it, you know it's going to kill you and you know it's bad for you and you know you have to stop or you'll die. And what's so interesting to me about this song is it's a guy that is screaming. I am aware that I am, I am killing myself and I am self-destructing, but it's not going to be the last time I'm going to do that. Fuck. Fuck, that's something to like really think about because if you're inside that shit, it's so much harder than just I'm going to stop. It's this is this thing that has this grip on me and it's not letting go. And no matter how fucking much I want it to stop, I can't guarantee that it will. And it's honest. And I think that's powerful. 
Maybe I broke myself a promise that I never meant to keep. And it won't be the last time. 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 There's some lines in this song that, like, Man, you just, especially sitting on it from the other side of like someone that has been sober for a little bit, like I've said these things to myself and I didn't realize how fucked up they were. You know, this like, maybe I said some things I shouldn't, maybe I caused a scene, maybe I broke myself a promise that I never meant to keep. Holy shit. If you've never been in that situation, it's absolute hell. When you tell yourself and really fucking mean it in that moment, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to be better to the person that I'm with that cares about me. I'm going to be better to myself. I'm going to be better to the people around me. And you really fucking think that's going to happen. And then eight hours later, you find yourself in a bar, shit can drunk, telling yourself, fuck, I did it again. How did I do this again? Why am I doing this again? And how do I get out of it? And even if I fucking try with all my might, I probably won't. Um... And that happens all the goddamn time. When I was young, I was dumb and I was free. Now I'm getting old, and I feel this world closing down on me. So on a Sunday morning, Saturday. I'm so fucking lucky. I tell myself every day I'm lucky that I'm not drunk right now. Uh, but I, I have people very fucking close to me that can't say the same things. And I have people very close to me that I have in my head said they're not going to make it, you know, through another couple of years. They're just not. And that's depressing and sad, but that is the reality. And you have to kind of prepare yourself and disconnect in ways that, that are healthy for you. Hands down in my purse Cause I'm shaking like a leaf And it won't be the last time 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 being this person in this song and then being on the other side of it looking in, it's, it's interesting. Where I used to have so much more shame, I have so much more empathy. And um, I think Justin Towns Earl paints, paints a very, very vivid picture of what you know, active addiction looks like and how that affects you and the people around you that, uh, that do care about you. you know, there's the, 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 the line in the song, the first time I found love, Lord, I was young and I was mean and I took just what I wanted from that pretty little thing. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude, active alcoholism will make you a complete vampire. Um, holy shit. And it's just, it's interesting to hear someone sing about it so honestly in a way that isn't sad necessarily the point of view isn't sad it's owning it but it's not right you know i think i think it's important to to make the distinction that this isn't a good person in the song and maybe and there's always room for change and growth but in this moment this person singing is not a good person 
but God damn it, do I want them to get out of it, and I want them to figure that shit out. And uh, yeah, I just think Justin Townsville is the greatest. Um, no one paints a picture like he does. Hey everybody, Matt here at the Halfway Point, jumping in very quickly to let you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Postcard Elba. Postcard Elba, an eclectic music blog for people who are into that sort of thing. Posting five days a week, the best in underground, undiscovered, and underappreciated music. Everything from indie rock, to indie hip-hop, to indie pop, to indie indie. That's indie music from Indianapolis, in case you were wondering. And everything in between. Check it out at postcardelba.com. That is P-O-S-T-C-A-R-D-E-L-B-A.com. That's it. Just the one quick ad read. And now we're back into it with Max's Picks. To something borrowed, to something old. All right, so uh, my next song is, this is my something borrowed. And uh, the song I picked was Heart of Gold. Uh, by Charles Bradley specifically. I, I This is a song that I've heard covered in a million different ways by a million different people. And I, it's one of my favorite songs to hear covered because nobody does it the same. Uh, it was either going to be this or there's a version the Polyphonic Spree does that I think is so fun. Uh, but this song, it just, I love it so much because no matter who's doing it, there's a different feeling and a different emotion based on that. This Charles Bradley version, I think, is the most different while staying faithful to the song itself. Uh, this It doesn't have some weird, you know, time signature flip. It doesn't have this weird thing where it changes the entire song. It's pretty faithful to it, except, you know, the harmonicas are horns now. And the singer has more soul now. And it's it's fun to hear because it really gives you a different perspective. Like, even singing the same words, Charles Bradley doesn't sound like he's been to Redwood. He doesn't sound like he's been to Hollywood for the same reasons that Neil Young went. You know, it feels much more, feels much more like a traveler uh, and, and someone that's, that's actually searching. Whereas Neil Young, it, it, it sounds allegorical in a way, whereas with Charles Bradley, it's like, no, 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 no. The lyrics are exactly what I mean to say, even though he didn't write them. And uh, I, I fucking love that, man. I love that music can be differentiated and it can be altered without changing anything. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a universal experience that, that two different people have had and want to talk about in the same way. It keeps me searching for heart of gold and I'm getting old. It keeps me searching for heart It's something I remember hearing it for the first time and being like, who, like my friend Andy had showed it to me and I remember being like, who the fuck is this? And he's explaining it to me and it's like, holy shit, this Charles Bradley guy is fantastic. The rest of his music is excellent too. His originals are incredible, but he's also interesting. You know, he didn't, he didn't pop. He never popped. Like this is, 
this is something that I like and I know a lot of other people listen to and enjoy, but it's not like he was some famous singer. He was a James Brown impersonator until he was like 65 years old. And that's fucking crazy. And it's exciting because God damn it. Does it give me hope that I might find some goddamn success? Huh? Where's my Charles Bradley moment? Kidding. I don't ever want to be 70. For a heart of gold I've been in my mind It's such a fine line It keeps me searching for heart of gold I'm just, I'm just so in love with this version of the song. It, it, it changes the vibe. Uh, there are days where I'll put on a playlist and it's just different versions of Heart of Gold. And every time this one comes on, I walk a little bit faster and I have a smile like... It doesn't sound as negative as the Neil Young version is. And I don't know if the song is negative or positive in emotion and feeling, but like when I listen to the Neil Young version, I don't get the, there's optimism at the end of this, you know, this I'm a miner for a heart of gold doesn't sound so sad when it comes from Charles Bradley. It sounds like this is something I'm excited for. This is the journey that I'm on and I can't wait to see what lies at the other end of it. And uh, boy, it's crazy when you hear a song that you feel that you've heard your entire life and you have such a very specific expectation of and to hear that shattered without changing the song is really special. Um, I love this version. I think Charles Bradley's the shit. Um, God damn it. What a cool cover. Uh, my last song, this is something old, and uh, the song I picked is Nutville by Buddy Rich. Fuck, dude. Buddy Rich is the best. And uh, I came to him not, you know, I, I love jazz music. I really love jazz. But what sold me on Buddy Rich was his old Carson appearances. I can watch that man talk to Johnny Carson for hours. And I have watched him talk to Johnny Carson for hours. Uh, I've never seen anybody that that has made his performance that's so technically perfect funny. Uh, I really, if you go back, dude, there's some videos of, there's one video of Buddy Rich on Johnny Carson where he starts to kind of explain, he's like, this is the Tom, and he just hits it, and it's silly, and it's goofy, and it's playful, and he really, like, brings Carson into his performance just by playing drums. so goddamn expressive with how he plays drums and he hits tones that I've never heard from a drum kit before 
and it's exhilarating. Uh, this is one of those songs, like, it comes in right at the beginning with that fucking snare, that pa, and everything kind of follows, and you can see them kind of getting in tune with each other right before that first big... And it's it's exciting to hear musicians that are so technically talented and then and then hear that pay off in a big group setting. I think that's why big band jazz is cool. Is it's not just one guy, it's not just five guys. It's like they're like 15, 20 people all playing together and they have to be right on time with each other because Buddy Rich is a motherfucker and he'll throw a shoe at you if you fuck up. Uh, there's a video of him performing this song on Carson, and man, oh man, you can see him as the band leader and the drummer yelling at people like, hey, you're too fast, you're too slow, and just keeping control over the entire situation is is not something that I think, you know, and I don't, I don't play music, uh, I don't know how it's supposed to work, but this is the kind of shit that I feel like in my head, it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 these people are all strangers or they don't know each other that well and they've got to kind of make this gig work with this crazy ringleader who is light years more talented than anyone we'll ever meet and we just have to hope that he doesn't think we're losers. Man, that's, there's, you know, I, I think that there's there's power in honesty, there's even more power in shame and uh, I don't think anything will will make you more embarrassed and shameful than uh, dropping the beat with Buddy Rich on live TV. That's terrifying, and I would have been scared too. You do you, man, with glasses and bald hair that's that's still pulled back somehow with long. Anyways, I love this song. Um, I think this is a song that commands you to move when you listen to it. Uh, you, you put this song on, you walk down the street. I would bet you all the money I have, which is like hmm, 10 bucks, that you're going to, by the end of it, your arms are going to be moving. You're going to be walking 10 miles an hour faster than you were. You're going to be sprinting at the end of listening to this song. It commands you to move. It makes you enjoy it. And I love music that doesn't give you any other options than to just live in the song that you are. It's exciting, it's fun, and it's it's worth your time. And uh, jazz is worth your time. I, I don't want to be a guy that's like, yeah, 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 no, listen to jazz, it's good, because, you know, everybody hates that guy. But I'm going to be that guy. Jazz rocks, Buddy Rich rocks. Fuck. We did it, everybody. Another episode in the books, and as I always say, in our hearts. Thank you so much, Max, for doing an amazing episode of the podcast. I really dug your thoughts and your perspectives that you brought to each one of these, and I'm sure that every single listener did as well. Everybody, please support Max in his comedic journeys. Let's make this young man a star, huh? Let's get him a TikTok follow. I don't even know if he's on TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> but he is on some other things that you can check out. He's on all the social medias like Instagram and uh, Twitter and probably TikTok, I'm assuming. 
at the handle at MaxVine underscore. So just his name with an underscore at the end. That is his Instagram and Twitter handle. You can also check out his website and see all the places he'll be performing, see some clips of him performing, all that kind of good stuff at his website, which is finecomedy.com. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of the podcast. We will be back next week with a new episode. I will give you a heads up. After episode 25, we will be taking a short hiatus. Uh, We'll call that the end of that season. We'll be back uh, not too long after that, but really savor these next couple of episodes, if you will. If you want to space them out, no, don't do that. Just just listen to them the day they come out. Come on, get them hot and fresh. But just a heads up, we are going to be taking a short break after episode 25. Uh, I have a limited series podcast uh, that I'm doing with a friend, and uh, and I'll tell you about that uh, on episode 25, let you know what's causing this one to be put on pause for a moment. Uh, but uh, just, just a, a, head, a heads up. <laughs> There you go. Might be a good time to go back and check out the old episodes if you haven't. Uh, some really great ones in there from musicians, comedians, uh, poets, uh, all, all kinds of people who all enjoy music uh, very deeply and seriously. Take These Songs is created, produced, and hosted by Madalana Martin. Hello, hi, that's me again, in case, in case you forgot somehow. Uh, and our theme music is by Go To Space Die. Go To Space Die is the instrumental space rock project of Dagan Thorgerson. The new album, Red Air Don't Care, is available on Bandcamp right now. We'll see everybody next week with episode 22 of Take These Songs. But until then, as always, here's hoping that you find some music to have and to hold. <laughs>